Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of the podcast with myself, Jer Prendergast. And before I give a quick intro on this episode, I just want to give a big shout to the people who left messages on my Facebook and Instagram, sent me some messages saying how much they're enjoying the the podcast, how it's helping them uh, get motivated and they're enjoying them as they're out walking dogs and doing their training sessions and stuff like that. Um, so that's brilliant to hear. Um, really appreciate the messages um, also I'd like to th- um, thank anyone who left a 5 star review on Spotify and iTunes um, I really appreciate that and what that will do is help the podcast podcast grow for one and reach more people which which be, uh, which is the aim and uh, I really want to say thanks to the people who have done that and if you haven't already left a, a 5 star review uh, get on that as quick as you can um, as I said, it'll help uh, grow and reach more people, and I really appreciate uh, your input on that. Um, so thanks to all those people. So this episode is going to focus on triathlon tips for beginners to probably novice, like um, even even people who are well into their, their triathlon career, careers might pick something out of this, uh, more so on the mindset side of things. Um, so it's, it's as I said, it's all triathlon tips and... Um, I've put in a couple of my experiences, um, obviously negative ones over the years, that helped me to grow and learn. Um, so hopefully that might stop you making the same mistake um, on race day. Um, also some transition tips, uh, race day tips, bike run tips and nutrition tips, um, mostly uh, centered around race day. So I hope you enjoy this one and get something from it. So as I said, most of these tips will be for beginners to novice, but um, for more experience um, triathletes looking to probably improve their mindset they might get something from this as well um, sometimes you, you have to fail to grow and um, when you do fail you, you know you gain that bit of experience um, I've often said failure is feedback so trying to use a failure as a positive uh, don't allow it to kind of stop you going again or trying again uh, and again this will help you grow a stronger mindset and that will help you then you know, progress with your trial and crew for, with bigger and, and, and tougher events. So I'll start with my first tip, and it's in relation to the swim. Um, most beginners, obviously, um, or even you know novices, they'll always struggle uh, with the with the swim start mainly, and um, they just never seem to be able to get used to that uh, melee at the start of a of an event. Um, so my first tip is to try and stay calm. Um, you, you know, just accept the fact that you're going to get slapped, kicked, pulled, swam over. Um, that's just part of the, the swim start. So if you just accept that before the, the, you know, the, the days leading up to it, that this is going to happen. Um, you know, you'll expect it to happen. It is, and when it does happen, then it won't be such a shock. Um, and again, that's one that the more you kind of do it, uh, the, the more experience you get and you know, the less kind of shock it is to, to the system. Um, I can remember doing my first one actually it was uh, it was 2012 um, it was the Dublin City Triathlon and it was only a sprint uh, distance but I hadn't I'd never swam before actually it was the first time I've ever swam uh, not just in a race but tried to swim properly in any kind of an event um, so the first thing I noticed actually was when I got in the water was the, the buoyancy I got from the, the wetsuit it was my first time obviously wearing a wetsuit as well so that was the first thing I noticed, and that gave me an instant kind of bit of uh, confidence, actually. Um, 
and I thought then I was, you know, when I got into the water, I thought I was at the back. I tried to leave it till everybody else got in ahead of me. So I thought I was at the back, but I didn't see, you know, another probably, what, 50 to 100 people get in behind me. Um, so when the when the, the hooter did go off then, uh, it was a bit of a shock to be getting, you know, getting slaps and kicks and pulled and, as I said, swam over. Um, so I, I really kind of struggled with that. Um, but, you know, the, uh, the next few times then, like, uh, it wasn't such a shock. Like, I knew it was going to happen. I, I put myself at the back of the swim, um, uh, and you know, properly this time. And, you know, but, I, you know, I was still getting, you know, passing people and still getting slaps and kicks. But you, when you expect it, it's not it's not too bad, you know. Um, so, yeah, just stay calm. Uh, expect these things to happen and it won't be such a shock. I was chatting to a woman there last week, actually I met her in the school and um, she was telling me that she just doesn't like open water swimming at all. She's entered into a few few events and my reply to her was like, you know, just keep going and you'll get used to it. But she was, you know, she was fairly adamant, no, this is, you know, I, I'm always going to struggle with this. So already, you know, she's kind of setting herself up for a fail. Um, so I would I would say like you know if that's your thinking you know try and be a bit more positive and um, try and have a bit more of a positive mindset. Your first one is going to be a struggle, but it's not always going to be hard. Like you are going to get better, you are going to get more experience. So just keep going back and and uh, doing more events until you build up that kind of experience. And try not start with a negative mindset either. Try and be a bit more positive, and that will help you get through. So if you do have that kind of negative experience. Um, use it like you know as fuel to go again use it as um yeah like you know as i said um fuel to to push on and, and push yourself back in and um, ask yourself you know did that kill me no is going to be the answer and um, what could i do to to make it a bit easier uh, implement that then and, and have a go again as i said you know turning it into a positive to help build a stronger mindset after my first um triathlon as I was telling you there it was the Dublin City triathlon I, I was you know slapped around um, but it made me want to get better it made me want to go back again so what I did was got, I got a lesson I hadn't had any swim lessons before that I couldn't even swim properly so I went and got a proper lesson and it, the, the coach just told me just to do one thing for me like it was just uh, the, the catch up like that's all I focused on then for the next almost a year actually so he told me, you know, go bring, you know, focus on this one thing, which is bringing your hand over to meet the other one before you do the pull. Uh, swimmers would know it as a catch-up. Uh, and I absolutely nailed that, and it brought me on really, really, uh, really well, like, you know. But uh, I didn't overthink it. I, I didn't try to do too much. I just took that one thing and went with it, and a lot of other things fell into place then after that. Um, so that's what I done after my first one. Um but I was still fairly nervous then to go up to the the um, Olympic level. Uh, I signed up to, it was the Dublin City Triathlon again. I think it was the following year, but it was the Olympic one I went for. And um, I, yeah, I was really nervous beforehand because of you know what had happened in uh, the, you know, the same race the previous year in the sprint version. Um, so what happened was I, I was actually driving over and I was a bit late. I was poorly prepared and I drove over and it was I couldn't get parking anywhere. So I actually used that then almost as an excuse uh, to pull out, you know, telling everybody, oh, sure, I couldn't get parking. It was, it was the truth, I suppose, but, it, you know, if that happened to me today, geez, I'd park 
you know, miles away and, and cycle over with all my gear if I had to, you know. Um, and that's because uh, I just kept throwing myself back in after that event and uh, build, tried to build a stronger mindset from, you know, getting through. I actually used that as as fuel then to make sure I, I did do the next one. Like, uh, similarly then, uh, what was it, the DECA one, uh, the first lap of it was the uh, first lap of the swim on day one actually I was only like 10 seconds into the bloody thing and my goggles started leaking so I tried to stay calm um, what I did what, a little trick then for leaking goggles is always carry a spare pair on your on your leg so I tried to stay calm uh, swapped the goggles over and you know went on with the swim but the second pair were actually even worse than the first pair but again I just didn't let it kind of um you know, overwhelm me, I didn't let it put me off, I, you know, stopped again, and put on the first pair, tightened them up as much as I could, and uh, just went on with the swim then, and got through that swim, no problem, um, so it's just about not panicking as well, in the water, you know, um, my first half, actually, I can remember, it was uh, the Dublin half, Ironman, uh, it was the first year of it, um, I was going well in the swim, and I got somebody's heel into the goggles, and they, they you know, fill up with water straight away, and um, so the first thing I did was just try and relax and change the goggles off, you know, pull them off my uh, my leg and swap them over to the new pair. Um, everything was fine with those ones then, uh, and I just swam to the finish then and got through that one no problem. So it's just about staying calm. So that's probably the the main point from from uh, all those little little um, experiences there. So my second uh, tip is also swim related as well. Um, it's just about drafting. So drafting in the swim is legal. So you know don't don't um, don't be worried about getting a, a penalty or disqualification from this. It's something you should definitely do. But it's just finding the right person to draft on. So what you're looking for is somebody who's ever so slightly you know faster than you, um, but not too fast where you're burning too much energy and uh, wasting and going into the red. You don't want to be doing that either. Now, someone who's just slightly faster than, it, than you and get on their toes as much as you can and, and uh, use them. This will also help a bit. You don't want to fully rely on them for this, but it'll also help with um, sighting as well. You should always still make sure you're going in the right, you know, the right direction towards the right boy. But um, you won't have to do it as much, say, if you're on someone's toes they'll generally be going in the right direction because they'll be following the you know, the crowd ahead. But um, still always make sure you're going uh, to, towards the boy um, as much as you can really. But as I said, you won't have to waste as much energy if you're on someone's toes. Um, obviously then again, if you don't want to be on someone's toes who's too slow because you're wasting time then. Um, so it's just finding that right person as well, uh, which can be hard. Uh, I was in... Uh, Decky UK was a great example for me actually um, I was, I think I was on the fifth day or so and obviously the days beforehand the swim went really well but I found I was all, always kind of jockeying for position uh, with this one guy like um, I'd be ahead of him then he'd be ahead of me and vice versa like it was like we were almost racing but we were never you know too far ahead of each other getting out of the water so I think it was day four, day five, uh, I just jumped on his toes for a couple of laps and um, it just felt so, so, so much easier. Um, but I, I actually felt a bit guilty then. So I, I 
And when we got out of the water then and said to the, the chap, I said, look, I was, the last couple of laps there, I was on your toes, you know. Uh, tomorrow maybe I'll drag you around for a few laps and then we can swap over. And uh, so we done that for the, the last few days then. Um, that guy's name was Simon, actually he was an absolutely smashing fella. Um, and, you know, we, we actually bonded over this. It was a, um, a great thing to, to work with him um, over, over a few days, you know. I think, as I said, that was day four, day five. But Simon was struggling then. I think day eight um, was Simon's last day. So I missed him on, on day nine and ten. It was like I was actually after losing an arm or something. But, um, yeah, it was brilliant. It was, it was uh, a, a, a great way to to um, get through the swims and also kind of made a, a good friend as well, you know. Um, but that was my experience with, uh, with my kind of uh, Decky UK draft. And, um, it was actually said to us, I think, uh, on day six after somebody seen us drafting that, you know, we shouldn't be doing it. But uh, the reply from all the other athletes was, you know, what he's talking about, drafting is, is uh, in swimming, at least, is, is legal. So, um, we, so we just balled on with it, like... Um, so yeah, so try and find somebody you know near enough your own pace, slightly faster, but not fast enough where you're burning too much energy and killing yourself, and not too slow where you're wasting time. So the next tip I would talk about is well um, transition. So uh, the main tip here would be um, be prepared. Um, I learned the hard way that um, you know always checking your gear two or three times in the days leading up to the event not the day before even um, so check it numerous times Like make sure you have everything uh, I've just a nightmare for I always used to forget stuff shoes, helmets, one training day actually I actually forgot my bike believe it or not like absolutely ridiculous but um, I, rem- I actually never rem- forget this one now. it was um, an Olympic triathlon down in Dingle and I entered with um a friend of mine, a training partner, Trevor, um, my wife Miriam as well, and her friend Sue also entered events as well. And I think they'd done the sprint version, and me and Trev done the Olympic race. But uh, on the on the drive down, Trev decided to pull out. You know, he wasn't feeling very well, so it was a good decision by him. Um, but then the ra- the morning of the race, I went to get my my bike and all my stuff ready, and realised I had forgot my shoes. Um, and I had no, um, I had you no know, clipping pedals, so I didn't have any pedals to change into, so I could use uh, my runners on the bike either. And uh, so it was an absolute disaster. Um, my first thought was, you know, look, I'm not going to bother doing it, like you know. But Trev kind of um, basically told me to snap over and give it a go, uh, and I knew straight away he was right, so I did. Um, so he he was actually scoured Dingle, uh, all the bike shops and everything, looking for bike shoes, uh, pedals, anything he could get his hands on that would allow me to uh, get on and um, get on the bike after the swim. So the plan was, this was only uh, not long before the, the swim started, so the plan was that I would get in and get the swim done and by the time I got out he'd have something sorted on the bike. Um, so I... I Got in the water, got the swim done, had a great swim. I think I got out in like, like fifth place or something, really high actually in, uh, in the in the in the field, which is brilliant. But um, I got on the bike then, and I got to the bike then, and Trev had organised uh, pedals, so I had to use 
uh, my runners for the bike, which is grand. Um, so, like, I wasn't, because I didn't have the right shoes, I wasn't bothered rushing through transition or anything. Um, it was more just a, you know, a, a, a triathlon to do and share with, with, with Miriam, Sue and Trev uh, together as, as a, a group. Um, so I got through the bike anyway, a good half decent time on the bike as well, and then done really well on the run. So, you know, um, yeah, we got through that one. It was it was a good day. Like, but you know, the point from that is always make sure you have the right gear, um, and always make sure you're well prepared. So the next little tip then um, regarding transition is um, always get familiar with the transition layout. Um, like the direction you're coming in and the direction you're going to leave out. Um, make sure you always know where your bike is going to be. So let's say if your bike is in the first lane when you come in, great, it's going to be handy to get. If it's not, it might be in the fifth lane when you come in. So you're going to have to count one, two, three, four, five lanes down, take your right or your left in uh, towards your bike. Um, another little thing is you could use like a landmark. So if there's like, you know, uh, an exit sign or something or a cone near your bike that might be um, a way to, to spot it quickly you know um, so that's a good little uh, tip to always make sure you know where you're going in the, in the transition area another little um, tip then is you know when you're in transition area you do this before the race now but you'd visualize the process from the feed up this is what I do so I'll always make sure I have especially after that shenanigans and dingle I'll always make sure I have my shoes then socks and then work my way up um, so then kind of visualizing then what you're going to do when you come in from transition so after so this is like after you get the wetsuit you know are you going to get it down halfway and then run so let's say after that then you have the wetsuit off and where do you put it for starters and then you're talking what do you use powder on your feet so you can get your socks on or you, do you fill your socks with powder and um, are you even going to wear socks? So that all those little things to think of. Um, are you going to have your shoes clipped onto your bike or are you going to run with your shoes on? Um, are you going to have your shoes held in position by elastic bands, which a lot of uh, top triathletes like to do so the shoes aren't scraping on the ground? That's a good little tip to look up. Um, will you be wearing your tri-suit under your wetsuit or are you going to change into, say, a cycling bib or a cycling jacket? Um, What's the weather going to be like? Are you going to wear a jacket over your tri-suit? Um, are you going to be wearing your watch? Um, obviously, you don't wear your watch over your wetsuit because then you won't get your wetsuit off quickly. Are you going to wear your watch under your wetsuit? Do you need it on? Or are you going to have it, say, at transition? Are you going to put it in your helmet? Um, so then you know the first thing you have to do is put your helmet on. You won't forget your watch. Um, then, you know, is your helmet going to be on the ground beside your wheels? Uh, or is it going to be resting on your tri bars? Probably not the best idea if it's a windy day. Obviously, you don't want your gear blown all over the place. Uh, a helmet is easily blown off your tri bars. Um, are you going to have your food with your watch and glasses? Are you going to have them in your helmet? Or would you just have them straight into your jacket if you're wearing a jacket? Um, so you don't have to put them into the jacket whilst you're at transition area. Um, so there's a lot of things like that as well to think of um, you know when you're running out with the bike are you going to do a flying mount say at the uh, the mount line so if so what side of the bike should you be on and if you're going to do that you know you want to practice that a few times uh, the best place to practice that is in grass <laughs> you don't want to be ending up with um, you know a couple of 
burns on your, your knees and hips after falling on tarmac. But um, yeah, like, are you going to even attempt that or are you just going to wear your shoes and, and cycle from there, from the, uh, the mount line um, and get on nice and handily? Um, then, of course, you know, you need to have your bike, you know, cleaned and serviced. Uh, this is a separate tip to the transition area, but it's very important that you have your bike cleaned, serviced and a top working order. Um, it'll be quickly checked at the transition area anyway. You know, the lads who let you in, they're going to check your brakes and uh, check you have the right pressure in your tires as well. Another important one, make sure you have the right pressure. Um, if it's a wet day, they say you should have probably, you know, 100 PSI to allow that little bit more grip. Uh, if it's dry, you're probably talking 120. Um, so make sure you have the right pressure in your tires. Make sure your chain is oiled. All those little things with the bike as well. Um, next thing then, uh, you know, this is actually a good one. Try and have your gears uh, in the right gear for when you start uh, off the mount line. So if you have it in a, you know, a big heavy gear, you're going to end up grinding out of the transition. Say you don't want that. You want a nice little spin, uh, nice and easily out, out off the, the mount line. So have your gears in the right right gear, nice and light. So the next uh, tip is is about the bike really so um, as we were just talking about there a few seconds ago um, make sure you have all the right kit and the bike is in um, the top shape it can be um, tire pressure all that kind of stuff um, with the bike now this is not about race day but um, very importantly I believe that most of your training should be done on the bike um, because that's the, the tough, well, for me it's the toughest part of the, the triathlon um, it's definitely the longest um, so I do most of my training or try to on the bike um, I love that training I do most of it indoors as well especially in the poor weather um, when the good weather comes you know you can't but help get outside it's it's uh, really good for the mood and the, the mental health but I still try and do a lot of uh, my walk indoors um, for the following reasons really you know um, the first reason is it's definitely a better quality of session um, you know there's, there's no breaks like you get at uh, um, roundabouts where you have to stop or uh, traffic lights and things like that um, so you're constantly on the go it's, it's really high quality um, and that's you know a, a big one for me um, next one then there's less time to set up so you know when you're going outdoors you, you have to you know, make sure the bike is in top order you have to get the right bib and the right jacket gloves glasses watch helmet everything fill your bottles um, which can be really time consuming whereas you know if you had to roll out of bed and jump on the turbo trainer and your boxers <laughs> it's something you can do and it's something I've done before um, so it's just less time um, time consuming really um, another big one then is it's safe uh, you know you're not dealing with traffic and absolute twats that are out there sometimes um, so it's, it's yeah it's, it's safe so there's, there's no issues there and then you know if you know if you're you're never really far from home say you know if you go outdoors and you don't have the right food or you've had your tired you've had a, a hard day beforehand and you know you don't have the right food in your bunk you know you're never far from home so you can just get off the bike and you're, you're there like you know whereas if you're you know 90k away you're kind of really going to struggle to get home um, so a few tips there on, on indoor cycling actually indoor training um, to help you kind of really progress your, your biking so on race day um, you know you have all this training done so 
you know, trust in it and really attack the attack the air course, like attack the hills, go for it, like that's what you're there for, um, and enjoy it as well. Um, but the confidence you get from all that training, um, that'll come from yeah, that like the, you actually get that confidence from being consistent with your training. So just try and for me you now, I try and do the bike nearly every day, like even if it's half an hour to an hour. Uh, and then do my big sessions on the weekend but uh, yeah consistency will lead to confidence so then on race day just go for it so the next tip is in relation to the run um, so on race day never ever wear new gear whether it's runners socks shorts uh, jerseys whatever never ever wear new gear always wear tried and tested gear so you know there's not going to be any problems with it uh, another lesson I learned um, it was a couple of races I'd done um, it was actually one big one actually was when I was doing a 100 miler there last year it was 2018 and uh, I think it was May and I was doing a 100 miler and I think I had 70 or 80k done and a couple of lads I were, with, um, were just changing their shoes and socks um, just for to feel fresh like you know just to give that feeling that they're you know starting again like um, and I had never done that before like you know um, but just because they were doing it I said ah, sure look I'll do it because the lads are doing it and I had no socks with me like no spare socks because my plan was to just you know go through with the one pair because like, it wasn't rain it was it was May and it was lovely weather and um, so my, my plan as always was just to wear the one pair of socks but I seen the lads doing this and I thought to myself that's a good idea I might try that um, so I borrowed a pair of socks off one of the lads who was doing um, uh, the 100k he was doing and he gave me a pair of socks so I put them on and within 10k my feet were absolutely destroyed like I had done probably as I said 70 or 80 miles at this stage and within about 10k my feet were destroyed um, so I took them off and put back on my, old, my own socks like you know um, so never wear anyone else's gear for starters but never wear new gear as well always go with the tried and tested stuff you've done before race day um, also similarly to the to the swim um, try and find someone who's similar pace now don't you know you don't want to run their race um, you definitely don't want to run anyone who's too fast um, because you'll end up blown up quicker more so on the run than than in the um, in the bike but you know always stick at your pace um, it's best to do your own pace but you know if you see somebody who's on your pace just tuck in behind them or run with them even you know if they don't mind obviously ask first because um, some people get really pissed off with that I'm probably one of them to be honest but uh, no um, just you know try and try and kind of even you know keep it a couple of metres back and try and use somebody as your, your pacer you know Um but of course, you don't want to blow up and you don't want to be walking the end of the race. So don't go too fast or use somebody who's too fast. Um, so there's a couple of tips for the run as well. So the next point um, or tip I'll talk about is uh, getting to know the course before you you, you take the, the race on on race day. Um, of course, this isn't possible all the time. Let's say if you're doing you know, Ironman somewhere in Africa or something, it's very hard to um, get really familiar with the course. Um, but what you can do is when you get there is you can you can swim the swim uh, the day before maybe um, you can drive the bike course uh, just to check out any really steep hills things like that 
and then you can bike on the run course so you're getting a little bit of a loosener on the bike making sure the bike is um in good shape and then uh again with the uh with the run course seeing what's you know what's uh, ahead like hills and uh, the the road surface and things like that um so it's it's definitely uh, there's a lot you can get out of it um so if you know what's ahead you won't be worrying about it so there's energy to be saved there because um, we waste a lot of energy when we're worrying about things um, there's no surprises as well so uh, it's good to know uh, what's what's to lie ahead like you know it's not the be all be all and end all like if, if you can't uh, get to know the course like you know just accept that there's going to be hills and there's going to be hard parts and and you know you might get punctures on poor roads so for things like that um, you know just expect the unexpected really but yeah if you can get to know the course it's definitely helpful um, yeah so that's that one and then uh, the next point I'd like to talk about or the next tip is on nutrition so with the nutrition is uh, you know you don't want to be using things on race day that you're not used to like uh, so don't ever deviate from your plan or deviate from your nutrition that you use on training days so if you use power bar gels on training days grand make sure you use them uh, that brand on uh, race day as well because not all gels are uh, created equal and um, some are, are totally different uh, more sugar and things like that and your stomach might react differently to a different brand so always use what you're used to and um, if that's uh, like natural food which would be what i would use um, then you know don't start using gels on race day and and sports drinks and things like that always stick to what you know um so for instance say for when i was in england doing the the 10 on mans in 10 days my go-to nutrition on the bike was the brown smoothies i'm always talking about and um, so lots of natural ingredients that coconut almond milk bananas dates goji berries uh chia seed flax seed linseed pumpkin seed um then all mixed nuts brazil cashew walnuts uh, and some cacao powder and and that was like lots of calories and that lots of uh, fats uh, for energy and all natural so it was as um, you know sustained throughout the day uh, and i wasn't relying on sugar to get me through um, so that was my go-to nutrition on uh, when i was training so i used that then when i went to england as well um, so as i said you know don't deviate from what you're used to uh, stick to what you're used to and so there'll be no surprises then on race day with uh, gastro problems and things like that. So my last tip before I finish this episode up is um, it's not really about anything on, well, I suppose it is, but on race day, you know, it's basically just don't be worrying. Um, and, you know, even before race day, like don't let fear stop you kind of entering an event. Um, you know, don't be worried about things that haven't happened yet. Um, a couple of things like when I, you know, before I was... Um, I was talking about that Olympic, my first Olympic there earlier. You know, before my first one, I was petrified after what had happened with the uh, the sprint distance. You know, and then I used the car parking situation as almost as an excuse to pull out. But as I said earlier, like if if it happened now today, there wouldn't be a chance of that happening. You know, so I kind of learned from uh, my mistakes. So I, I, my my feedback was um, or my failure was my feedback, um, so you know there's nothing to worry about on race day as well like i know a lot of people worry about the 
the swimming part that's that's you know the majority of beginners would would be worried about an open water swim say but you know the wetsuit was like having armbands all over your body it's there's a lot of uh, buoyancy and um, so there's not a not a chance of you sinking or anything like that so um the swim on you know obviously a sea, the sea swim is a bit different you know you have to deal with the waves and things and you might take on a bit of water but other than that it's generally easier and easier effort um to swim than say a training session in session in a pool um obviously you have the buoyancy from the wetsuit and you have uh, lots of people to follow and you're surrounded by people as well so in terms of effort it's definitely easier on race day um in terms of safety you know as i said you're surrounded by people so you know nothing, nothing bad will really happen like you'll always be safe you have uh marshals there as well generally in kayaks um, so there's nothing to worry about on that side of things as well so that would just be kind of my last tip in terms of you know on race day and you know leading up to um, uh, race day and you know actually thinking about entering a triathlon you know don't worry about it like you know will it kill you definitely not you know go and enjoy it um, definitely if it's your first one as well that's what you're entering for is for enjoyment so you know, don't let the fear of something bad happen and stop you entering. That's what, that's the last thing I would say on, on that tip. So I hope you got something good out of that episode. Um, a few tips in there for beginners and novices. Um, obviously a bit of mindset stuff for um, people who are used to triathlons. I hope you get something out of it. Um, I'd like to say before I go, just a big thanks again to people who sent me some messages about uh, the podcast that they're enjoying it and they're getting uh, motivation from it and and uh, tips and stuff also a big thanks to the people who left the star, five star reviews on spotify and itunes that really helped the podcast the uh, podcast grow and reach more people which would be really good also if you have any uh, questions that you'd like to uh, include in a, in a q a podcast send them on to me uh, if you have any um ideas on any kind of uh, fitness health um episodes that you'd like to to hear about again send me messages on uh, facebook and instagram uh, so yeah that that's today's episode this week's uh, is done and i hope you got a bit out of it and again i'll talk to you again next week take care bye bye